Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. The first thing I want to do is talk about uh, the banning of e-cigarettes to under-18s. Now, there's there's a lot of new legislation they want to bring in in relation to e-cigarettes. Some I agree, some I disagree with. But do you agree with the new laws banning under-18s from selling tobacco products or e-cigs? The health minister is planning a major new crackdown on tobacco and e-cigarettes. It's an awful shame they wouldn't do the same with alcohol, isn't it? As far as I know, if you're under 18, you can sell alcohol, can't you? Well, I know you can work... Well, hang on, you can work in a pub, can't you? There was a... But yeah, but but you can work in a pub at 17 years of age. Yeah, but you can work in a pub at 17. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You can work in a restaurant that serves drink. But the 17-year-old restaurants are people who work in restaurants and they'll bring a drink out to you. Don't they? Just check that out. I'm pretty sure. But anyway, anyway, we'll go into that. But Simon Harris is considering new legislation which would ban the sale of tobacco products from self-service vending machines. In other words, they want to ban cigarette machines. I don't, I don't see how that's... You're basically just forcing people to try and give them up, which is not going to work. That just makes it really inconvenient for people who are stuck, maybe in a bar or in a nightclub, where they can get a packet of cigarettes. And I'm pretty sure it's going to put a lot of people out of work who make the vending machines, who supply the vending machines, who fill the vending machines, because it's not going to encourage people to smoke. When was the last time, as a non-smoker, you walked into a bar or restaurant, saw a cigarette machine, which, by the way, have to be by law hidden under stairs and around corners. When was the last time you saw one and said, I think I'll take up smoking? It's never happened. Right? So, probably not. Well, you're stupid if it did happen. So, the point is, I don't think that's going to make any difference. Well, they're going to ban vending machines, which is going to make things really inconvenient, uh, which would ban the sale of e- And they also want to ban the sale of e-cigarettes to under-18s, which is fair enough. And ban the sale of tobacco at locations intended for children uh, and events organised for children. Okay, I, that's all right. We were all with that one. It will also prohibit the sale of tobacco products and nicotine inhaling products by under, anyone under the age of 18. Here's the problem. The laws uh, which will be considered by the government in September will also allow for additional enforcement tools including fixed penalty notices and the power to publish a list of non-compliant retailers. They're going to take it very seriously. Said Simon said that 6,000 deaths a year are caused by smoking tobacco uh, use and it has been estimated to cost the Irish state a total of 10.7 billion annually in healthcare productivity and other costs. Uh, I don't buy that one and I'll tell you why. Not that I disagree with the fact that people die from smoking. Of course they do. Uh, would be fooled, foolish of me to disagree with that but the, the fact that it costs money. You take my lifetime, and I've mentioned this before, I smoked, I don't smoke, I smoke, I don't smoke. I'm on and off them like a yo-yo, right, at the moment. But um, I'm vaping as well, right? And in my lifetime since I was 16, I have probably, I estimated that I probably have paid, because the majority of money you pay for a pack of cigarettes is tax, I have probably paid in the region of €200,000 in excise duty to the state. That will well and truly cover any costs involved in me down the road having some sort of smoking-related illness, if indeed I do, and I hope I don't. He said the proposed new licensing system will better reflect the serious nature of the product being sold. He went on to say, under the current system uh, for the sale of tobacco products, a retailer pays a one-off fee equivalent to the cost uh, of four to five packs of cigarettes to sell the product that, if used correctly, will kill half of its users. Uh, that is untrue as well, by the way. And there's a lot of, and they don't kill half its users. Uh, despite significant progress, I mean, that, that's basically taking a line out of an ad. You know, one in two people will die of a smoking-related illness, which is true, but that doesn't necessarily mean it was the smoking that caused it. It's a smoking-related illness. There are a lot of people that get illnesses which are related to smoking and don't actually smoke. Um, so to say that, to sell the product that if it's used correctly will kill half its users. 
is not actually true. It will cause bad health to a lot of people, absolutely, and it will kill a lot of people. But that's a factually incorrect statement. Maybe. Despite significant progress in this area, tobacco remains one of the greatest challenges in the areas of public health. And I would agree with him, but I would also agree that alcohol, the use of alcohol, is also one of our biggest challenges, but we're not doing anything about it. I'm determined to continue, he said, to make the necessary legislative changes to confront this challenge and to help reach our goals of being tobacco-free. That's a pipe dream. Today, I want uh, to talk about this new legislation and ask you if you agree with it. Now, some people think it's a wonderful idea, but I'm looking online at some of the comments. And one of the comments says, as much as I don't agree with smoking, I don't see what this legislation is going to achieve. 17-year-olds selling cigarettes in a shop is not going to make them start smoking. If anything, this might actually stop shop owners from hiring people under the age of 18 because it would be a hassle to have them working on a till. This is just a spin from the government. They just keep their noses out of smokers' business and focus more on the important issues like healthcare. Well, I could say this is a healthcare issue, but yes, I understand the point he's going to make. The majority of shops that sell cigarettes are small shops that hire people on minimum wage. And if you can't hire people under the age of 18 because they can't, they're not allowed to sell cigarettes, or if we bring a legislation saying under-18s cannot sell cigarettes, you are not going to hire anybody under the age of 18. There goes all the jobs for the kids for the summer. Working at the weekends in a spa or a centre or whatever it happens to be. So... That being said, I know the business owners will see this as a stumbling block in hiring people because they will need two people for one job. You know, just to be clear, we've no way of knowing if some businesses will stop hiring people because they are underage, and really, I hope that doesn't happen. I want to get your thoughts on this. Is it a good idea to ban people under the age of 18 from selling cigarettes? That we make it illegal for a shop to hire somebody under the age of 18 where they're selling cigarettes. Let me know what you think. The number is 087-188-0008. Is that a good idea? Michael. Good evening. Sorry, I'm Michael. Something you wanted nice, to get you there. I, I'm out walking, so it's a lovely night. It is a nice and evening, I'm, isn't I'm, it? It's like calm I, evening, by the way. I have my little dog with me. Where are you walking, Michael? I'm walking up here in the, near the Memorial Park. Beautiful oh. spot out here. Where? Up Parnell Street? No, out here in Island Bridge. Oh, in Island Bridge. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah okay, okay, yeah. sorry. And as I said, even my dog is in use. Her ears are up. But what, I mean, do you know what? They really are getting more stupid and stupid out of government. Simon Harris, if he'd want to play back what he just said, I mean, I'm sure he said it in the doll, so it can be played back tomorrow. So we could get him a tape and say, Simon, sit down. And she said, what do I want to sit down for? <laughs> he said, I want you to listen to this. You're saying that anybody under 18 cannot sell cigarettes in the shop. Yes, I said that. Well, what about a fellow who's, eight, what about a fellow who's 18? Isn't the whole idea of cigarettes not to sell them at all? So you're asking a 17-year-old not to sell them. I am. Well, when he's 18, can he do that? Yes, he can. So it's a huge contradiction. One minute he says the cigarettes are bad for you. And the next minute he's saying, well, you can't really do it when you're 17, but you can do it do when, when you're 18. 18. Yeah. Now, <laughs> what the most stupidest... Man, that... Really and truly... No, no, don't get me it. wrong. I wouldn't encourage 14-year-olds or 12-year-olds to be selling cigarettes, but, no, but, but they know, don't no, do no. it anyway. You know, you know. Where, like, yeah. for, for a long time, the HSE and people have said cigarettes are bad for you. They're bad. <clears throat> They're bad. Now, I do agree with what you said, and fair play to you said that, out of 20 people, the chances are that five could get cancer from cigarettes over Possibly, the years. Possibly, yeah. Now, now, the other five, whatever, maybe just 
the look of the draw, health, different different situations in their bodies, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I tell you, um, what, made, what makes me sort of cringe is the fact that they're the greatest hypocrites. I mean, they never brought this out 50 years ago. I had a beautiful, wonderful sister who, who died of cancer because she smoked, smoked, smoked. It wasn't the rain. It wasn't the bad weather. It was the cigarettes. Over the years, if you smoke, if a young person smokes cigarettes today, it's not today, it's not tomorrow, it's 40 years down the road. But what I tell you... Yeah, no, no, I I understand. And there's an excuse for my stupidity. I was brought up at a time where we didn't think smoking was dangerous, right? Um, So there's an excuse for my stupidity, but there's no excuse for young people smoking. And I I do agree with Simon Harris. It is a challenge to get them not to do it. But I don't don't believe, because we're not going to ban it, obviously. So I don't believe telling 17-year-olds you can't work in a spare shop or you can't work in a central shop or you can't work in a fast food place or whatever, or a restaurant or anywhere that sells cigarettes is going to make an ounce of difference. Well, it's not going to make a difference because... Well, they can work there, but they just can't sell no, cigarettes. No, it's yeah. not going to work because it's got, you're, going to get, you're going to get a lot of eight. Well, if the person can't work in the shop and, and because he's 17 and cigarettes are sold there and they're behind the counter, but they sell them in supermarkets or whatever, that 17-year-old is going to go somewhere else. I'm sure there's a lot of other shops that don't yeah, sell but it's, cigarettes. Yeah, but I mean, it's going to limit the amount of jobs. I mean, the average kid hopefully starts working at 16 or 17 with a part-time job at the weekend, usually, as I said, in retail shops. Mm. And then he's going to limit the amount of places now they can work because you see, there's I, nobody I, I, in retail is going to hire somebody if they're not allowed to sell cigarettes. But the thing about it, I don't know what his motive is there. He's not, he's not, an explain, he's not explaining himself seriously enough. But what, what I can, what I find amusing, and forgive me for saying this, it's not amusing when someone gets cancer and they have, no, they're, on these, they're, on, no, they're on these machines. But I tell you what could happen I tell you what Simon Harris would have been better doing. He would have been better coming out in the door and saying, this is what we're going to do. We're going to go to the hospice. We're going to go to the hospitals by permission of a person who has less than six months or a year to live, who has asked, who's got cancer from cigarettes and who's on these ventilator machines. Can we film you? Can we talk to you? Can we ask you when well, you started I mean, they did that. RT did that a few years ago with a TV yeah, commercial. No. Yeah, remember that poor man shown, and he died. No. Yeah, but yeah. they're not showing these in schools. They're Mick, showing them. I've seen, now, please, please, just for a moment. Yeah. I've seen the ad about the motorbike. It's, it's very haunting and it really does scare you. I mean, I drove motorbikes for years. And to see this ad, now, why, they're showing this on the television. Now, why in the name of God can, I, I hope they're showing this in schools as well, but why in the name of God can they not go get permission of people who are suffering from the results of cigarettes that they have smoked 50 years ago, who can't breathe, they're on oxygen 24-7, 48 hours a day or whatever a week. This is it. And this has they to have start my, from the schools. Yeah, but Michael, but they do have ads on TV like that, Michael, of people who are, you know, going through chemotherapy or whatever. They have shown stuff like that. But you're right. Maybe maybe in schools would be a good idea for educational purposes. But a whole other argument, and I completely agree with it, Michael. Stay there for a second, because I want to go to Mick as well. Stay there with me, Michael. Uh, Mick, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Mick? Good evening, sir. How are you? Good, Mick. I mean, I don't know if it's going to make a difference to ban under-18s from selling cigarettes because then it just limits the majority of retailers who sell cigarettes from hiring people under the age of 18, doesn't it? Well, I wouldn't agree with that, no. Right, okay. You you were involved in the newsagent industry. I was, yeah, right. when I was younger. Right, um, okay. I'm 46 now, but when I was younger. And um, you don't have to have under-18s behind the counter. No, There's you don't, but it depends on how big of- you are. 
Huh? It depends on how busy you are. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, obviously, yeah, but the, the majority of of news agents and places like that, you don't have. There's always something else to be done. Yeah, but you want. Yeah, yeah but you do, when you hire somebody, a young fellow, young one, you want them to be flexible. That you can use them stocking shelves, or you can use them in the back room of the warehouse end of it, or you can use them behind the counter whenever is necessary. You don't want to have somebody who can only do this and is not allowed behind the counter if you're stuck. That's very true, but um, the majority of of the shops and the news agents that I would have known and th- that I see out every day, there's a there, there's a there's at least one adult, mm-hmm. one over eighteen. Yeah, but yeah, but so somebody comes to the counter and there's a young fella there, a girl there under the age of eighteen, he has to go off and get somebody an adult to serve. That's yeah, just going to be a new. But why would, why would you want the inconvenience of that? Just don't bother hiring anybody under eighteen. Yeah, but should they can't serve liquor either. Like, sorry. They can't serve alcohol either. Well, you you would have less in, in say a garage or a news. Well, news agents don't sell alcohol generally, but garages, oh, right? Garages. You're going to have very few sales of alcohol. Uh, the, the only the main sorry. sales of alcohol would be supermarkets and off license. Sorry, now you can yeah. come in there for a second. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah sorry. I am. Um, you're talking about uh, well, I won't say where or what shop, but I seen. I'd say it was no more than seventeen, and these people went up. They were only young, and they went up with big trays of beer. Right, yeah. They handed the money to the young lad behind the counter. He went over to the till, took the money, and gave back. So, what's the difference? Sure, alcohol is as bad as I don't know. Well, I don't. I'm trying to figure out, and Mick, maybe you can help me out here. I don't know what the law is regarding the sale of alcohol. And maybe now, okay, Ashley is saying you can't sell it directly in a shop if you're under the age of 18, but you can work in a restaurant under the age of 18 where you do serve alcohol. But you're serving, but you're not selling. But David, so just because the money is not changing hands, yeah. you're, still, you're still handing it to somebody. I know. You're, still, yeah. you're still giving it, though. Yeah. You're still, you're still down. providing it. So yeah. that, that doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't, but I mean, realistically, is it, does it make any sense, Mick? Because the majority of these kids that work in these shops would be 16 or 17. They're not 12 or 13, right? They're 16 mm. or 17. Is it going to make an ounce of difference not to let them sell cigarettes in a shop? I don't think so. No. no. No, no, no. Well, I'll just say, sorry, Niall, I'll just, let, I'll just say before I go, it's not going to make the slightest difference. I think Simon Harris really, really needs to go back to school because the shit that he's coming out with, it doesn't bear thinking about. <laughs> it really so doesn't. Well, in fairness, he gives me good fodder for a talk show. Sorry, Mick. Yeah. I said he dropped out the first time. What makes you think he's going to be successful the next time going back to school? Yeah, the other things that he mentions, Mick, by the way, as well, is um, uh, vending machines the ban of the sale of tobacco from self-service vending machines, i.e. cigarette machines that we see in bars, restaurants, you know, nightclubs, they'll be gone. Is that, yeah, that, that going to make a difference or just make it inconvenient? It's just going to make it inconvenient. I mean, like, they have a, it's not, like, for how, how long are they, you, the, the vending machines with tokens now? Yeah, and apart from anything else, they're usually hidden. They're not kind of in full view anyway, generally exactly. speaking. They're and always you know, off near the jack somewhere or something like that. Yeah, and at the end of the day, now, right, if you're going to... If, you're going to if you really really want something you're going to get it mm. and I give you a little example now we years ago um, during the Celtic Tiger era when money was no object we were in a very respectable pub in Limerick and we decided to have a little bet between ourselves what would be faster coming to the pub a bag of cocaine or a pizza right and which was delivered first the bag of cocaine I imagine correct or not so if you want something bad, it's bad enough. You're going to find. But, a way but to yeah, get. but that's true. But make like 
I don't know about you, oh, no. right? But now, and I don't want to know your background. But, oh, I, but I wouldn't know if you had that bet with me in the pub, and I was sitting in the pub with you, Mick, and you said, "Right, let's do a little test." I'd be ringing for the pizza because I wouldn't know who to ring for a bag of cocaine. Oh, well, that's fair enough, right? But what I'm, my, my, my Jerry point Ryan is, has passed away, so I, I mean, I, I wouldn't know. <laughs> I wouldn't know nice, who to no. ring. That's not nice. I'm okay. I'm uh, saying, but I'm, know, I'm yeah. just saying, I wouldn't. I mean, obviously, you know, people. There's a lot of people in the media take cocaine. I'm well aware of that. I'm not yeah. naive or but stupid. Like you, but you I wouldn't go, know who to ring. I've never taken it. No, but I mean, like, and, and you're not a drinker either, right? No. So, which is fair play to I'm nearly gone from it now myself because I get no buzz from it anymore. But when you, when, you, when you were younger, people got, I got my first cigarettes, I stole them off my father. I got my first drink, I stole it off my father. It was in the houses. So if you want something bad enough, you're going to find a way to get it. We used to go down to um, Quinsworth in the Pleasant Chapman Centre. Mm. Someone, would, someone would buy us a flag and a cider so we could go bush drinking at 15 or 16. Bush drinking. And that's, yeah. <laughs> bush drinking, yeah. And it still, it still happens. Oh, yeah, it's, I know, yeah. Yeah. I mean, know, look, there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with all that because I tell you what, it's part of growing up, isn't it? Well, and, 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 you know, and people find out very quickly whether, you know, drinking or smoking is for them when they, yeah. you know, when they get them. And I, and I know we try to discourage it as much as we can. But if we spent the amount of effort that we spend on cigarettes, which is good that we're spending a, we're putting a lot of effort into, you know, this challenge of stopping people from smoking, which is a great thing. But if we did the same for drink and alcohol, we could save a lot more lives and, put, and a lot more social problems. Absolutely. And I tell you, um, back in 2013, when I, I finally gave up cigarettes, I had tried for two years or three years before that. And what made me give up cigarettes was watching my uncle die from lung cancer. Yeah, I watched my mother die from emphysema. Do you think that would make me give them up? No. Well, it made me give them up. I watched him inside in the, the hospital. He was fine on the Friday and he died at half two on the Saturday morning. I, I brought my mother out. She was My mother was gasping for air, right? For two weeks, yeah. she couldn't even sleep lying down because... The capacity of her lungs was so small. She had lost the capacity completely in one lung. She was 74. And her other lung was down to 30%. So she had to sleep sitting up. Because when she'd lie down, her lungs would collapse and she couldn't breathe, right? And on the day before she died, she was gasping for breath. And what did I do? I brought her out for a smoke. Yeah, see, my uncle, no, he he was told that he'd only four months to live or whatever and he continued on he continued on smoking like he said sure fuck it I'm, I'm gone now like so yeah well she, I figured at that stage she was going to die anyway and she yeah, wanted she wanted a cigarette well, and, me, and me father arrived and saw the two of us outside the hospital smoking and her on the drip in the wheelchair and he says what are you up to and I said what's the point in stopping her for God's sake now you're an intelligent man I yeah. listen to you quite regularly on television and on the radio, I listen to you every lunchtime. I listen to you when you're on, right? Um, why would you continue smoking? I have no idea why I do it. You don't drink. I've, I, I know. I'm, on, I'm back off them again now. I'm vaping again. I, and I was smoking them when I was away on holidays. And I'm yeah. back on them and off them and on them and off them. I was off them for two years, solid. Two years solid. God. Uh, yeah, and then that was about up to about two years ago. And then I had problems in my marriage. My marriage broke yeah, down. Yeah, it went to an awful lot of yeah, yeah. went to an awful lot of yeah. shit. So that the stress of that put me back on them again, stupidly. Yeah. And I've been kind of um, on and off them since. You know, and I mean, like you don't you you don't drink, and I understand why you nope. don't drink, which is and it's a great thing too that yeah. you don't drink. It's marvelous. Um, I've done it myself, gone out and not had a drink, and had a great time. 
Um, I do it more often now because I actually live in the countryside now rather than the city, so I have to drive. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, you're right. You're right. I, you know, I, well, I consider myself reasonably logical and intelligent. You'd imagine I would understand the, the, the dangers. Smoking gets me. I mean, I vape, right? But the smoking thing. But they, know, they, they're bringing a new legislation on vaping too, by the way. That under 18s will not yeah. be allowed to sell vaping products. You won't be able to get yeah. them from machines. And when also, you know what they want to do? They want to ban the flavours in vaping. Yeah, well, I can, I can agree with that now because that, that is attractive to the young ones um, and young fellas. Like, but they, like the, most of the stuff, the vaping things that I have, um, it says, um, not a, uh, you can't, yeah, no under 18s. Mm-hmm. Can't buy it. Yeah, well, you shouldn't. Cool. I, I don't disagree with that. Well, yeah, we'll, stay, we'll stay there for a second because James, you're in Classic Kids. How you doing, James? How's it going now? Uh, well, James, Mick has worked in the industry as a manager of, or managing news agents um, and he doesn't believe it would make a huge difference that you know kids can still stack shelves and stuff like that, you know what I mean, 17-year-olds and what have you. So what do you think? I just think it's kind of putting an anchor on them, mm-hmm. you know, because they're coming into the jobs market in, with no experience and to have that again, them also I think is quite unfair. It's a bit of a handicap, really, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And especially like for kids down in smaller communities, probably yeah. a local shop or something, you know, where jobs wouldn't come up that often. Like, you know, so I don't really think it's going to be much of a benefit in the long run, realistically. No, I don't. I don't think it's a, a kid working in a news agent serving cigarettes to people. I don't think it's going to encourage a, a seventeen-year-old to suddenly start smoking. Mm-hmm. No, like by seventeen, usually nowadays. Like they're smoking and all. If they're going to be a smoker, it's happened before seventeen. Mm-hmm. You know, usually the lads that I hung around start smoking when they were twelve and thirteen. Yeah, that was the age. You know, so I don't really think by the time they're seventeen, I think that choice would have already been made, especially now. You know, you don't see. I I don't see too many young people smoking. To be honest. No, you don't. You don't see. If anybody has seen the movie yesterday, I thought it was a very interesting concept. Have you seen? Have anybody seen the movie yesterday? No, no. <laughs> Mick, you're not a Beatles fan, no? Uh, no, but I want to see that movie because I, 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 I've seen the okay. trailers. Well, it's a great concept, the idea that this guy suddenly, you know, after uh, the world blackout, after 10 yeah. seconds, realised that nobody else in the world has heard of the Beatles except him, right? But it's not just the Beatles. It's funny, there's little remarks during the movie and if you kind of miss them sometimes, but at one stage he's leaning over the balcony and he said, God, I'm so sorry I gave up smoking. I'd love a cigarette now. And his mate turns around and goes, what's a cigarette? <laughs> and I thought that was the, uh, <laughs> in other words cigarettes had never been invented <laughs> which I thought yeah. could you imagine could you imagine Sir Walter Raleigh who was the first person to import tobacco products into the United Kingdom could you imagine Sir Walter Raleigh nowadays trying to convince governments that this is a good idea that we get a load of leaves stick them in our mouth and set fire to my niece um, when she was 16 she's my godchild she was caught smoking weed mm-hmm by her grandmother, my mother, Cotter. And do you know what they, what she said? What's happening then? It's only weed. It's not like it's a cigarette. <laughs> I know. this. I've, <laughs> heard, I've heard that, that excuse before. Yeah, it's, it's, it's weed. It's not as but dangerous as cigarettes. They to put tobacco in with the weed. Of course oh, they, they do. do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like when you see the fella at four o'clock in the morning at the garage. Can I have a pack of a raisin, a bag of monster munch? Can I You're wrecking me, bull. But what's the monster munch? It's always monster munch, isn't it? Pack of a raisin, a bag of monster munch. Yeah, monster munch. Yeah, but stay there. But stay there a second because Antoinette, you're on Classic Hits, Antoinette. Hi, Niall. How are you? Antoinette, will it make any difference? I don't know what the government thinks they're even doing. All they're doing is going to put people out of jobs. 
Well, it's before a budget and it's a bit of lip service, isn't it? It makes people feel good. They think they're doing something useful. Feel good? Yeah, you have a general election coming up probably before the end of the year too. So they're all it's trying to make a name for themselves. They're a bunch of wasters, no matter what way they turn us. Seven people from under 18. Ashtray and a motorbike. Yeah. Sorry, Anton. When you look at, when well, hang on. Let Anton finish what she wants to say. Go ahead, Anton. Seven people from under 18 from selling cigarettes. God, Jesus, if I went into a shop to buy cigarettes and I had to wait 10 minutes for someone else to come and serve me, I'd have gone to the next shop. Yeah, well, they're just not going to get jobs. Yeah, it would be inconvenient to be hiring be people under 18. very inconvenient. Yeah. And it's inconvenient for somebody standing there waiting to buy them too. I do understand what Mick is saying. In the larger shops, it probably won't be as bad because they can hire people and just have them stacking shelves and stuff like that. As long as they're not stacking tobacco products of any description. Yeah, but in smaller yeah, shops where a lot of young ones get summer jobs, weekend jobs, yeah. why should they lose out on their jobs if they sit at home? They're called uh, bums. If they don't, if they get jobs, they can't sell cigarettes. <laughs> How are they meant to ever get anywhere in this shithead of a country? Mm. <laughs> I mean, Mick, if we wanted to take this to its end result, we should ban under-18s from working in restaurants where they might serve alcohol or see alcohol. You know what I mean? I yeah. mean, how ridiculous can you make it? I don't know, these bloody lazy millennials, like, you know. Ah, these old millennials. Uh. <laughs> yeah, Ashling is a millennial. I know Ashling is not too bad. She's not really a millennial. She's not one of these people who expects everything for nothing. No, but you know what I mean? I don't think it's workable anyway. And I don't think it's right to do it. But, you know. Yeah, Ruth is uh, pointing at herself out there, by the way. She obviously believes she is a millennial. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, um, <laughs> that fellow Harris is, you know, Jesus, he's just, mm. as I said, he's as useful now as a... A handbrake on a canoe. A handbrake yeah, on a canoe. Yeah. An inflatable <laughs> She wants dartboard. to go and accomplish by it. <laughs> An inflatable dartboard. I haven't heard that one before. Sorry, Anthony. What are they going to accomplish by it? People are going to buy cigarettes if they don't want people smoking. They ban cigarettes altogether, but they're not going to do that because they make so much money out of them. Well, they're not going to do it because people wouldn't accept them banning them. Exactly. We'll you know, get because because there are people who smoke and you can't just suddenly, I mean, prohibition, you know, for something that's already legally uh, available is not going to work. And it's since they allowed the e-cigarettes and vaping to be sold, mm-hmm. Jesus, they're killing people even quicker with stuff that's not even tried and tested. It is they're gone mental the whole lot. No, it, it is, is not. It is kind of, it is Do the research on these e-cigarettes, they must certainly have not been fully tested. Uh, they, they've done, there's been so many, hang on, with the greatest respect, they're not going to make the same mistake they made with cigarettes 40, 50 years ago. Um, they, they have done so many independent tests in relation to e-cigarettes. Now, there's always going to be the propaganda and the horror stories out there, and there will be one or two people that will die. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, over and 30 years, come back and tell yeah, us Yeah, from overindulging that. or sellotaping large batteries together or silly things like that. But in saying that, you know, the jury is not out on it, Antoinette. They've already come back and said it's 95% safer than smoking. So they tell us that. And well, you won't see me vaping because the smell of it is absolutely disgusting. What? I hate to find people who's vaping. And Why? they think they can just vape anywhere they like. It's disgusting. <laughs> it makes me sick. But most of them are nice can, smells. Not really, gum. because if you're going to be vaping bubblegum, who wants to vape bubblegum? Is there actually something <laughs> wrong with people gum. in this country? <laughs> but, uh, Anthony, I might have to sit beside you on a bus. And do you like well, if you sat beside well, me on a bus and you started vaping, I'd say, do you mind? Get the hell away from okay, me. Okay, but, but do you wear side. perfume? Of course I wear perfume, and if it offends you, you move. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so whichever way it works out I have to move yeah because I'm definitely not moving but I do not want to be near anyone but I don't want you wearing your perfume well, in enclosed spaces 
Well, I'm then, well then, I'm, then it's tough luck if you don't like me vaping. Shut up and put up. No, not really, because there's such a thing as snapping the vape out of someone's hand and stamping on the ground on it. Oh, Jesus. Jesus, who left you out the kitchen? <laughs> I don't be in a kitchen, thanks. <laughs> I could tell you they let me out of the madhouse, but I won't. <laughs> yeah. So you don't sit beside Antoinette and vape. But, but you're, uh, James, are you a vapor or a smoker? Smoker, no. Oh. <laughs> the social pariah. You're so, so absolutely social outcast. Yeah. But Mick, Mick, you're you're a vapor. Yeah. And Fo-ho. what do you mean, foho, and uh, and I don't use the bubble gum one. No, I use a minty one. Minty, minty. Oh yeah. my god, that's minty. But Antoinette, and, and, and what I'll say to you, Mick, by the way, I found when I was vaping, and I read a story, a bit of a horror story there online over the weekend. Oh, I don't know how true it is, because some of these stories are, a lot of them are propaganda. Uh, but a kid in the, UK, or in the United States who, who was seriously injured, because he was, and by his own admission, he was vaping 24 hours a day. He was constantly right. sucking on the Jays' thing, right? <laughs> Just I should have given him a lollipop. But the problem I used to find, Mick, with the vaping is you do tend to OD a little bit on the nicotine because it's available <laughs> to you. Do you know Whereas a cigarette is 12, 12 pulls, they say, or eight pulls, depending on the size, if it's a king yeah. size. And then, you put, and then you put it out till your next one an hour later. But with the vape, it's in your hand all the time. Well, I tell you, I had a bottle of the, the liquid next to, my, next, to me, next to my bed one night, and I woke up, I don't know, I was disoriented or something, and I went for a glass of water, and I drank, the, I drank some of the, the, the liquid. Oh, you drank the nicotine? Oh, my God. Fucking hell it, huh? I say you didn't do that again. You didn't make that mistake again. (laughs) I didn't. Well, the the vaping juice itself is probably not too dangerous, but I know when you buy, you can buy the pure nicotine that you can put into it. You know the additives. uh, That's poison. Well, you drink a small bottle of that, it could actually kill you. Well, not even small. Oh my god! Yeah, but that's for making your own juice. I give up. It's for making. Yeah, you can make your own juice. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, See a few drops of that inside a cup of coffee. What what did you say, James? Would you try? What? Make your own juice. No. Why? Why? Yes. Well, if Why would I want to do that for? It's cheap enough to buy for Jesus. I can have the skin flint. No, but if they're going to ban the flavours. Oh, right, yeah. If it's going to be tobacco flavour. That's that's just what I can understand. I always advise people when you're going to go vaping, right? Don't go tobacco flavour. Because if you're going tobacco flavour, firstly, it's disgusting. But if you're going... You're ju- all oh you're doing is God. keeping up the habit of smoking cigarettes, kind of. You might as well try something different. Vaping. What? Sorry, Antoinette. But you're doing the same by vaping. I what? mean, why? Anyone can chew bubblegum. Anyone can eat mint. <laughs> so what the hell is vaping mints and bubblegum and all this silly daft I, I vape vanilla. Vanilla flavour. So you want to vape like vanilla? Vanilla. Like vanilla ice cream. Smell it. It's like vanilla. It is. It's actually like vanilla ice. It actually has on the flavour written right vanilla ice cream with a cream and walnut topping. <laughs> so we should ban <laughs> vanilla ice cream. So <laughs> Sorry? I should ban the whole bloody lot because this world has gone mental and I don't know what Ireland is coming to us all. Jay, well, well I, w- I might get a chance I might be talking about talking about the world gone mental. Uh, a group is now set up because they want uh, tampons marketed towards men. Uh, Jay, I'm sorry. Well, that wasn't surprised me either. James. Is that over your one, the, 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 the yoke you had on? No, no, that's nothing to do with the yoke. Although she seems to have some, or he, or I don't know. Yes. It has some say, but it is. This particular individual is not even supported by the transgender community. Um, that has, seems to have some obsession with 14-year-olds and tampons. Um, yeah. And if you Go have on. a look at it, but no, this is somebody else now who's saying that we need to stop feminising tampons. 
And she wore a ring on to him. I can't even imagine. I don't know, nosebleeds. We stick them up our nose or something. Yeah, but then take a few places to shove them onto it. Sorry, getting back to James. James, why haven't you vaped? Why haven't you tried it? I did. I was about oh, eight months Jesus. in Ireland. I went for about eight months, yeah. and then uh, I switched back. But the factor is right. I think my tolerance for nicotine got higher. I know. Everybody says that on, when you yeah. go from vaping back to cigarettes, you'll actually smoke more. Yeah. Why do people actually do that? Is there something mentally wrong with them? <laughs> Is there something wrong with them? If you're a smoker, there is only one way you're ever going to give up, and that's cut them out totally, go cold turkey. She's got a point. You're wasting your flipping money. I I mean, in in fairness, Angela is the most least logical person on the line, but she's actually come up with the most logical thing. I'm the most logical. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you just, I mean, she is right, Mick, isn't she? I mean, cold turkey is the best. Absolutely, yeah. I miss the social side of it more. But it's not really social anymore, is it? Of course like, it's social. In work and stuff like that. Smoking, I'm talking about. On nights out. Like, I spend more time in the smoking area than I would actually in the bar. We just go to the bar Great. and get the bar. Yeah, I'm going to blame Helena, actually. That's I, I think I'll actually blame Helena and Ashling. Because when I was off cigarettes, like they'd be dragging me outside and, and, and the two of them are smoking. And what am I to stand there like, like a gobshite with me vape in my hand? Yeah, but it's a great place to pull a bird. <laughs> Sorry, say that again, Nick. It's a great place to pull a bird, the smoking area. <laughs> it's not, not, not out on a main road, it's not. Right. <laughs> You'd be arrested. Right. And apart from any guys, I don't need to be pulling birds. I have a wonderful partner and birds. My de- my pulling birds days at 55 are long oh, gone. Jesus, no, but you've no, a variety of spice alike. No, not at all. Let me go to Anthony. Anthony, you're a classic kid. you Anthony. Oh, sorry, Anthony. Who or something tonight? Sorry, Anthony. Is there a full moon or something? There is a full moon, I think. (laughs) So, Anthony, in relation to this new legislation, there's a raft of it there coming in in September in relation to e-cigarettes and tobacco. Uh, The main one that we kind of thought was interesting was banning people under the age of 18 from selling cigarettes. Is that going to make an ounce of difference? Yeah, and I was just saying to Ashling there earlier on that um, I was in a shop about two months ago, my local centre, but there's an awful echo on this line. I know, Line 4 always does have a bit of a dodgy echo and I apologise for that, go on. But, um, <laughs> Anthony, is li- anyway. Anthony is Line 4. You're but, Line um, 3 in case you're interested, James. Mick is 2 and Antoinette is 1. Of course, I'm number 1. Yeah, there was a young guy and he had to wait for an older member of staff to come along, open up the cupboard behind the counter, hold everyone up, everyone at Hartill was held up, it was just ridiculous, like. Yeah, it was like. But between me, you, and the wall, Nile. Yeah, I know this is totally private and confidential. It's just between me. And yeah, you. this is just between the two of us. Go on, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the Green Party have a party have a policy ready to come out that if smokers give up, we could reduce. Global warming. <laughs> yeah, we we'll all live an extra hundred years. Instead of the ten million years the earth might have left, we'll actually have ten million one hundred years left if we all stop suddenly smoking.
Do you know what I heard the other night now? I don't know whether these are all climate changers or non-climate changers. I, and I don't disagree with climate change, by the way. If everyone thinks I'm a nutcase, I do believe the climate is changing. And I do believe that we are in a cyclical... Well, I, I, what was it? Somebody told me the other day... Well, actually, we're actually in an ice age at the moment. We're exiting an ice age. Did you know that? I didn't know that until the other day someone told me. And I, I Googled it and it was true. But anyway, so... Oh. The, the, I, the best analogy I've heard in the last three weeks, and it was from, I, I watched it on a documentary, and it was some professor of science and climatology and all this, and he said, he wasn't denying that climate change didn't exist. What he said was, he said, if you had a beach, and he said, think of a vast beach that you can think of one of the longest beaches in the world, and he says, of golden white sand. And he said, and everybody in the world, you know, stop flying, stop using cars, stop burning fossil fuels. He said, the difference we would make to that beach is removing one grain of sand. Yeah, in the yeah, history of the, in the history of the planet, and I thought that was a really interesting analogy to the way to look at it. In other words, he's not saying it won't make a difference, but it would be and negligible. Now, now, what about that hyperactive little twit? He's like a wind. He's like a oh. wind up tire. I don't know. Does he even draw Brett Simon Harris? <laughs> oh right. <laughs> he's like a fucking palm barking every time he's talking. <laughs> I don't know. Does he even draw Brett? But like. Yeah, he talks a bit like that, doesn't he? He talks a bit like that. He turns into his nose. Does he see any logic, or does anyone else see any logic to the point that smokers are being persecuted into the ground and they're costing this, that, and the other? And we want to open up injection centres as well as give them. Oh, they were refused. They would know that's that's a that's a no go at the moment. They were refused the planning permission on it, thankfully. So yeah, but there's no problem spending money there. Oh no, none. Only because of tourism, though. Yeah, just but to keep—it's to keep, it's to keep the drug users out of the city to stop yeah, getting that. That was the whole idea. Persecute smokers, so the tourists wouldn't we spot them. We're not costing the country <laughs> out, and we're spending enough. Who? Who's we, Antoinette? I—I'm on about your smokers. You just—what you were just giving out about smoke? You're not a smoker. I've smoked all my life. And why were you giving out about vapors then? <laughs> I was giving out about vapors, not smokers. <laughs> That's the I don't believe. Ah, so you've been on giving it to everybody else for the last ten minutes, and you're actually a smoker. She's I a never true said blue smoker. Like myself. I have smoked forty cigarettes a day since I was fourteen years old. That's not a good thing. Let's not promote that as being a nice thing, by the way, right? I'm not saying this is sense, but I'm certainly not ashamed of it. And why are people saying that we're costing the health service so much? When the hell was the last time a doctor seen me or a hospital? I think the last time a hospital seen me was when I popped a baby out. Right. And that was a bloody long time ago. Well, I, well no, I did say that smokers, by the very nature of the fact that, you know, 80% of the cost of a packet of cigarettes is, is taxes, you know, they are yeah. paying for their own health care in the long term. By the way, somebody else mentions not half and half mix of vanilla custard and banana milkshake flavours makes a lovely flavour of vape. <laughs> I'm sure it does. Imagine sitting beside some yolk. But you, you can get like brandy and whiskey flavour and all I have stuff. seen the vapours and they make me sick. Yeah, I know. I... Yeah, what's the most ridiculous flavour you've seen, Mick? I don't know, Jesus. Um, I, uh, I, I actually, I don't know, but. Yeah, I've seen some alcohol flavours. Like they, they yeah. do beer flavours. I've seen yeah, a that's... Budweiser one with Budweiser flavour, and I'm going, so what's the point yeah. of that? Just yeah, I mean, the bubblegum bubble <laughs> is very sickly. It is, yeah. Antoinette doesn't like that one. Yeah, sorry. No, I thing I wanted to bring up. Yeah. Uh, in, you know, <laughs> if they're saying about if under 18s can't sell tobacco products, 
I was just saying to Ashling there earlier on when she rang me at first, he can sell me a packet of condoms, all right. Yeah. And send me and sell me four packets of Panadol or whatever. Or a bookie. Yeah. What's the age for a betting shop now? Uh, 18. 18. Why? Uh, is that that argument? Are you going to make an argument, James, and you've just lost it now, yeah? Oh, just complete flop now. It's been 18, I think, for a long time in the bookie shop, as far as I know. Which is a good thing, by the way. It's right, you know, because it's a place of ill repute. <laughs> oh, geez, what's wrong with the bookies now? Well, it's... Can't have smoke, can't go to the bookies. Do, uh, do, and do you go to the bookies? Do you go to the bookies as well, Antoinette? Yeah, if I want to go into the bookies, I like to think I'm... So you're a smoke? Do you drink? No, I do not think. Oh, I'm only asking. I'm just, I have this vision of you now, you know. Do you wear tattoos? Do you have tattoos? I do. <laughs> My vision is coming, it's coming together. It really See, is. If you want a vision of me, I'd gladly send your... Pro- no, you're your grand, your honey. Yeah, you're grand. <laughs> you're grand. You don't think it. You don't. I have a vision of you. I have a vision of you being like Marlene Dietrich with a big glass of whiskey and a big cigarette and sitting down smoking. That wasn't quite the vision I had. I was thinking more of the Katie Taylor kind of oh, thing. No. Oh, please do not convince I'm just... convince or even think about me compared to that one. <laughs> Maybe closer to Barry McGuigan, actually. Sorry. <laughs> yes, yeah, sorry. I, I go ahead, Anthony, very quickly. I said, why does Antoinette like Marlene Dietrich? Why does she like Marlene Dietrich? Or why does she not like her? I never said I didn't like her. I didn't know well, uh, until compared like me to Casey Taylor. Oh, Casey Taylor. Oh, Casey Taylor, yeah, I'd understand, yeah. Yeah, sorry, yeah. sorry, what are you saying, James? Who's, who's that lady there? It's okay. What? Huh? What, who's the lady they're speaking of? What lady? The lady who's his asshole. Are you, what's wrong with Beatrice? Are you, did you fall asleep, James? Are you in the middle of a dream or something? I think he's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> James, you just have to come out with a random statement about some lady. Are you all right? Do you want to lie down for a minute? That's fine now. Do you want to lie down? Do you want me to visit him to see if he's okay? No. I'm going to look after you if you lie down, by the way. Just letting you know. She's mentioned it on the air before many times. She is yeah. f- she is fond of a bit of intimacy with random people. Just random now. Yeah, random. Now, I don't want to know your last name or anything else, your grant. Yeah, she'll just go ahead and do it. Yeah. I'll pass. <laughs> yeah, of course she'll pass because you wouldn't be man enough. You wouldn't be yeah, able for it. Yeah. You wouldn't oh, be able for it, James. Well, I wouldn't be able for that, no. No. Definitely, no. Definitely not. I have a vision of her leaning over. These visions in my head are terrible. Of her leaning over with her tattoos, her cigarettes in her mouth. <laughs> <laughs> All right, did you come yet, love? Oh, ah, Jesus Christ. <laughs> These visions are getting worse by the minute. Did you come yet, love? <laughs> right, listen, listen. Hurry up to I don't know where that topic went it was meant to be a serious <laughs> conversation alright lads thanks very much indeed and uh, thank you ladies thank you Antoinette as well for being a good sport because you always are Real People Real Opinions Real Talk Radio The Multi Award Winning Niall Boylan Show Classic Hits